I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, April 11th. Here are today's headlines. On Friday afternoon, a judge in Texas ruled that the Food and Drug Administration was wrong to approve the abortion pill mifepristone. In 2000, the FDA approved the use of mifepristone with another medication, mifepristol, to terminate a pregnancy. But some medical experts said the approval process was rushed and the drug poses a threat and danger to women. So last year, a group of doctors and organizations filed a lawsuit against the FDA challenging its approval of chemical abortion drugs. And the judge in Texas has agreed. But here's where things get a little bit complicated. Less than an hour after the Texas judge issued his ruling, a left-leaning judge in Spokane, Washington, issued a ruling directing the FDA to continue allowing many Americans to access the drug. And then on Monday, Biden's Justice Department appealed the Texas ruling. The DOJ argues that the lawsuit was null and void from the start since the medical professionals and organizations that filed the lawsuit were not harmed by the abortion pill. The court must rule on the Biden DOJ emergency request by Thursday. In other news, Fox News reports that the Biden administration was reportedly involved in the raid of former President Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago on August 8th, though officials were quote-unquote stunned when they found out about the raid. America First Legal Senior Counsel and Director of Oversight and Investigations Reed Rubenstein said Monday, the evidence suggests that the ostensibly nonpartisan National Archives and Records Administration misled Congress about the Biden White House's responsibility for the FBI's raid of former President Trump's home. The evidence further suggests that Biden officials in the executive office of the president and the Department of Justice unlawfully abused their power and then lied about it to the American people. Rubenstein added, this government, it seems, acknowledges no limits on its power to harass, intimidate, and silence its political opponents. An America First legal press release says that new National Archives records obtained through America First Legal's investigation into the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid further confirms that the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the Department of Justice. In related news, the Gang of Eight, which is a group of congressional leaders, now have access to classified documents from former President Donald Trump, President Joe Biden, and former Vice President Mike Pence. NBC News reports that the Justice Department had previously rejected the committee's request to turn over the documents, saying they were part of an active investigation. But the lawmakers had expressed frustration at what they described as the DOJ's sparse briefings on the matter. The Gang of Eight includes four Republicans, Representative Mike Turner of Ohio, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy of California, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, and Democrat Representative Jim Himes of Connecticut and Representative Hakeem Jeffries of New York, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Mark Warner of Virginia. 
Punchbowl News, which first reported the story, writes, This is a major victory for Congress and, more broadly, a validation as lawmakers' role as overseers of the U.S. intelligence community. And it's the direct result of a pressure campaign from the Senate Intelligence Committee's chair and vice chair, Senators Mark Warner of Virginia and Marco Rubio of Florida, who relentlessly hammered the Biden administration over its months-long refusal to share the documents with the committee. Fox News reports that the FBI recently sought to develop sources inside Christian churches, specifically in Roman Catholic dioceses, as part of an effort to combat domestic terrorism. According to documents obtained by Republican Representative Jim Jordan, who's chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, and Republican Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana, the Bureau wanted to use churches as new avenues for tripwire and source development, according to Fox News. Jordan sent a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray on Monday saying, based on the limited information produced by the FBI to the committee, we now know that the FBI relied on at least one undercover agent to produce its analysis and that the FBI proposed that its agents engage in outreach to Catholic parishes to develop sources among the clergy and church leadership to inform on Americans practicing their faith. The letter also said this shocking information reinforces our need for all responsive documents, and the committee is issuing a subpoena to you to compel your full cooperation. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri tweeted earlier today, Merrick Garland told me under oath the FBI was not targeting Catholic parishes. That appears to have been a lie. I want the truth. Holly also sent a letter to Garland requesting answers to three questions and calling for him to comply with House Judiciary Oversight requests. We will include a link to both letters in today's show notes. We have some more news relating to classified documents, this time relating to the Defense Department. Senior Biden administration officials, the New York Times reports, said that classified war documents detailing secret American and NATO plans for building up the Ukrainian military ahead of a planned offensive against Russian troops were posted this week on social media channels. The New York Times also reports that the Pentagon is investigating who may have been behind the leak of the documents, which appeared on Twitter and on Telegram. Bipartisan lawmakers also want answers about the leak. Republican Representative Mike Turner of Ohio, who chairs the House Intelligence Committee, told CBS on Monday that we don't know what else might be coming or what else they have access to. That's why it's so important to find the source and to close down this source. Turner also said, according to Politico, that the leak could amount to espionage. John Kirby, the White House national security spokesman, told reporters during the White House press briefing on Monday that without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, on the front pages of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public consumption, and it should not be out there. Five people are dead after a mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. The shooter live-streamed the attack on Instagram, which took place Monday morning. Let's take a listen to some of Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear's comments following the shooting via the governor's Twitter. Hey, everybody. 
Yesterday was a hard day for Louisville, uh, for the Commonwealth, but most especially for the families and friends of Tommy, Josh, Jim, Juliana, and Deanna. We miss them. We love them. And we need to make sure we are there for their families in the weeks and in the years ahead. Days like yesterday are those types of days that make us wonder how we move on and, and how uh, we move forward. But I think the answer is together, by holding on to each other, hugging our families, making sure we reach out to uh, friends and let them know how much they mean to us. Now, our time here on earth is really precious. And today I'm wondering what everybody uh, wonders when they lose somebody, what that last conversation was like, whether I should have called uh, a little bit more. But I know that we're strong enough to handle this, just like we've been strong enough to handle everything that we've been through. So folks, we'll get through this. We'll get through this together. Thank you. Of course, our thoughts and our prayers are with those who are still recovering from injuries and with the families of the victims. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal's top news. If you have not had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and conservative voices. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be sitting down with Alliance Defending Freedom attorney Denise Harrell as we dive further into what is happening with these cases around the abortion pill and the likelihood of the Supreme Court ultimately weighing in. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful night, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.